Welcome to my testimony. And uh, today, Dawn, we have a special guest. Um, yeah, it's um, someone's sister. That guy. I'll just say it that way. That guy. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to discover who, who we're talking to today. But we can't wait to get into this testimony because I know it's going to be a beautiful testimony. So I want to welcome uh, Susan Thomas to my testimony. Welcome, Susan, all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. Welcome to my testimony. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's wonderful being here. Thanks for the opportunity to give my testimony. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. And I know that we're all going to be blessed today. And um, as we go through, you're going to find out that guy whose sister this is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so welcome again, Susan. Thanks again. Thanks again. I, I, I can't wait to find out who's brother I belong to neither so let's So before we get into Susan's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you for this day that you have given to us, for waking us up and for sustaining us. We thank you for Susan, we thank you for her testimony, and we pray as she shares with us that the blessings that will come upon us because of it, and the lives that will be touched, and that your name will be glorified. And we're just thankful again, and we just pray that all will go according to your will, and your will only we pray. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hey, so Susan. Tell us. Yes, my darling. Which, who is your brother? And just tell us oh. life growing up. Okay, I am the the brother. Is it the sister of Dexter Dexter Doc Dexter Thomas? I'm the sister of Dexter Thomas. Um, we are, he's my best friend, he's my bosom buddy, he's everything. Um, we were born, I, we were born in the island of Tobago, it's mm -hmm. Tran Tobago, it's um, two islands in one, the, Tobago is the smaller of the, of the two. Mm -hmm. um, my father was a fisherman, my mm -hmm. mother a housewife, um, they had seven children together, I'm the second of the siblings okay um dexter is the the last for my father the last child for my father okay we we grew up in a household where our father was a member of church of god and uh, the only thing that we heard on the radio was um was preaching we were not allowed to turn the station to any other any other station so we grew up mm. hearing god's word Okay. Um, I recall from a very early age, we, we lived in what we, um, an unfinished house. So we had the foundation mm -hmm. and uh, there were two rooms at this, on the foundation, but there was a separate section. And, and I, I recall at a very early age that I, I always used to look to the heavens and just talk. I wasn't sure who I was talking to, but I knew I was talking to... Um, I, well, now as I'm an adult, I know it was God, but I always mm. was talking about whatever issues I encountered. Right. Um, the, the life that we lived in Tobago, it wasn't a happy life, especially for my mother. Mm. Um, so my father was uh, um, much a senior than my mother. Um, okay. So I would say my father and my grandmother were the same age, so you can do the maths. Oh. Um, he took my beautiful mother from the mainland, which is Trinidad, mm -hmm. and carried her to Tobago. And he had seven children with her. We we came out one after the next. Um, my mother was is a tower of strength. So mm -hmm. my sister is one year older than me. My sister after me is two years, and and we were going down that road. Okay. Um, so I had that that foundation in terms of hearing God's word. I didn't say that he was um, he lived the life, but the important thing, um, he allowed us to hear God's word. We were okay. also allowed to, to go to church on a Sunday. Mm 
Mm -hmm. um, all of us, we sat on the same bench, listening to the pastor or the preacher or whatever at that, at that time. Mm -hmm. um, and then what happened, as I said, my father was, he, um, he wasn't a good father in terms of the way he treated my mother. Mm -hmm. um, so early one morning, she decided that you know, a fisherman, they usually go out very early in the morning to do their fishing. Right. And uh, she decided one day that she's not going to take any more of that type of abuse. And uh, four o'clock in the morning, we we walked through the dark tract and we, we, we caught the boat going to Trinidad. Oh, wow. um, he was not aware of it. Um, but when we reached to Trinidad, well, I... We, we had no traffic lights in Tobago at that time. And I, I, the person who picked us up, I said, but why are they stopping at this light? Why are they stopping here? Mm. And they explained, well, it's a traffic light and you're supposed to stop that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but when we reached to, to, the, to, the, to Trinidad, we lived in an extended family's home, which is my mother's family. So my grandparents, my aunts, um, my mother is also from a large family. It's eight of them. Okay. Some of them had migrated, but we had all the cousins. Those who had migrated, um, they went ahead and they left their children back, you know, for a better life. Mm -hmm. Well, the big apple, as everybody sees, I don't know how big it is, but however. <laughs> right. um, but they, so it was an extended home. But I always had that desire for Christ. Maybe I wasn't able to fine tune it at that age, but I wanted to follow my mother's religion. My mother, they were Catholics. Okay. They were Catholic. Right. So I decided wherever my mother goes, I am going to follow. I love my mother dearly. So um, I decided, so I started to go to the Catholic church. So at that time, I was 10 at the time, and uh, I wanted to do, I did communion, um, confirmation, and they said I needed to get baptized. Right. But it's not a baptism we are familiar with. It's, right. Well, we all are aware it's a sprinkling. Sprinkling, yeah. So I really got involved in the Catholic Church um, because I was, I, was, I was searching. I was a very quiet, naive, introvert, that kind of person. And um, so after a while, my father, he decided that when so seven of us came across, my brother, Dexter, who is visually impaired, mm -hmm. um, my father said, you know what, I want all my children back. If you want to leave, you can leave, but I want, I want back all my children. Oh, wow. um, and then because we lived in the extended household where it's a lot of us, um, three bedrooms, and you know, in those days, everybody like how people have their room for themselves but it's nothing like that right. so Marie decided that he wanted back his children um she was not working at the time so she decided to keep the two eldest which is my sister and myself okay and uh, the other siblings went back went back with daddy oh, wow. um so um years passed um i'm gonna just fast track years passed and my father he he um he was diagnosed with cancer mm. um well he, he passed away and my mother was able to get all her children which was the greatest joy ever yeah. not only for her but but also right. for all of us right. mm -hmm. but at that time before that time a lady in tobago recognized that my brother needed more help so she had taken him before and she had sent him, she had organized with the School for the Blind in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. okay. And so Dexter went to the School for the Blind. So from Tobago, he went straight to the School for the Blind, where he was able to become competent in the Braille and, and, mm -hmm. and, and do his thing, just, just be himself. Right. And we had him, well, we had him for on weekends. We had him home on weekends. How was the separation? Let's talk a little bit about the separation when, when your dad... Uh, took the uh, your younger siblings away. How how did that make you feel personally? Um, at the time, um, I felt I felt empty at, at, at that age because you're custom growing up with a lot of girls because it's it's five girls and two boys. Okay. 
Right. right? Um, and we, we played a lot of games and we just enjoyed ourselves. But the, the thing about it is that I got into school here. So that emptiness was filled by being into a school system here. Okay. And then we will, as I said before, we were living in an extended family. So a lot of cousins, a lot of cousins. Um, the thing about it is that as a Tobigonian, when we came to Trinidad, I had, we had a, we have an accent. Well, mm -hmm. now I, now people say I sound like a Trinidadian. I don't. Oh, yeah. But okay. we have a dial, um, the, the, di the dialect is a little different. Mm. So I didn't feel welcome, especially in the primary school, what we, what you guys might call elementary, right. um, mm -hmm. because of the accent, um, the dialect, because people perceive it might be a little different now that Tobigonians will lesser. That's mm -hmm. my opinion. I'm not yep. saying it's gospel, my opinion, right. mm -hmm. um, because of not understanding the culture. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't feel as a as a teenager i didn't feel welcome I, and i recall especially at the primary level where i am a person especially with learning you have to demonstrate action i'm a kind of what we call kinesthetic so you have to show right. movement i'm into the drama which i didn't recognize until i reached as an adult um but to me i found that the the, the teacher taught for just the the, the um the bright students, not for the slow learners. Oh, and wow. I didn't say I was a slow learner, but because of the strategies in which yeah. the teacher taught, mm -hmm. yeah. I was unable to learn the way I I would have. Right. And um, but but God was always with me. As as we reflect and as we get older, God was always with me. Right. There was a particular teacher in Standard Five. He would call me, and, and there's something called, but I'm into teaching, so I would use some of the terms. Right. There's something called the hidden curriculum. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's the things that you do. So this teacher would call me traffic light eyes. And those just saying that, I know that he loved me and I, and I know that he cared for he cared for me. Right. Um, so I, I excelled in that class. I, I didn't pass for what we call in Trinidad the prestige school. So I went on to what we call a junior sec, mm -hmm. and the junior sec is that you spend three years at this, um, it was based on a shift system. We have a morning shift and an evening shift okay. in order to cater for more students. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, again, the, the system in place termed it as if the, 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 um, those who scored low in the common entrance at that time went across to these schools. Um, but God was with me again, um, and I did excel at that particular school. I went on to another school for two years, Tranquility Government Prime, Tranquility Government Secondary, mm -hmm. where I met a friend who introduced me to Adventism. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So, um, but before. Um, I just want to just I just want to I just want to retract. I just want to go back to the Catholic. So I I said before I got involved in the Catholic Church. Right. Um. When we moved, my mother eventually moved, got her own house, and uh, we moved to, to the eastern side of the island. Okay. And uh, I got involved in the Catholic Church in my area, which I still live in this area now. Mm -hmm. I got involved in the youth group. Um. I just wanted to find God in my own my own little way. I'm, I was not into party, as you all are aware, Trinidad is carnival, fete. Right. Yeah. I, was, I was never into that. I, I played mass at an early age in school, and I find it was too much walking, too much upson. Why am I putting myself to, through this torture? Right. So it was not a part of me, like my other siblings, or any fact in it. But um, so I got involved more heavily in the Catholic Church. But what I looked at also as a teenager was that I found that even though when we were when we assembled um, in groups, when they left the groups, because everybody from the same community, mm -hmm. I found that uh, they engaged in things that I find they should not have. So, example, they were still partying, um, involved in carnival activities, and uh, what was what was what was um, what kind of shocked me is that we had a paper called the Punch. Well, men loved it because they bought it every Sunday. 
Okay. When you open the punch, you can see every woman you can think about in every size, how they bend, whatever. But, um, and I saw this particular youth was in the punch in the middle page. Oh. And that was a turn off for me. Oh. I also, but I didn't give up still because I was still searching. Right. Um, another occasion, I went to what we call is a place called Monks in Benedict. It's a place where the monks reside. And as a teenager, you want to be fast. So I walked around and looked through the people. And guess who I can see? I saw a priest doing his smoking. And I said, no, this wow. is it for me. Mm. This is wow. it for me. Right. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Right, right, right. Because I wanted something, I wanted something different. Yes. I wanted something different. So I, I went to... When I went across to the next, this next to finish my secondary level, which is the two years, yeah. I met a really good friend. Well, I met, I was not a sociable person again, as I said, but mm -hmm. one friend, a person befriended me, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, a, a student from a higher level did a study with her um, Jehovah Witness study, and oh. she invited me. I said, No, I'm not really interested. Mm -hmm. So that friend became a Jehovah Witness. Okay. Um, but I continued with another friend to what we call sixth form government, which is a higher level before going to university. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. So I continued with her. And what was different about her is that the, her lifestyle was just different. Mm. Um, what I found about her was she was extremely kind. Um, if she brings lunch, she would share it with me because at that time, my father had passed away and my mother, we were getting what we call welfare. Um, when the government gives um, a mother um, money for children, if one spouse has passed away. So they would, so, oh, okay. and I had uh, my bus pass was from the government also. So that uh, mommy, I only had, if it's $2 a day, limited funds. So this particular friend who is an Adventist, she would share her lunch. She would wait with me to get the bus because she could have, her father came for her every day. Okay. Um, and uh, one day she invited me, she invited me at her home and uh, I saw where they had worship together. They prayed together. I find this was so strange. Uh, we never had that in our home. Our home was based on expletives and, you know, everything you can think about. Right. Um, so I saw where they sat together. They had dinner together, which was, I said, wow. Um, she invited me to say, Suzanne, come and you can study. You can study at my home if you wish. You can spend the night. Wow. So her life, her life was totally different from others. Her mm. life was different. She didn't even have to open the Bible and say, let us, let us do a study. We mm. did. She did a study with me eventually, but I was I was gravitated to what she had to tell me. Right. And what I liked about her is that it's not to say that she was with someone and she was engaging in activities that is not accepted. Right. She was really, really a God-fearing person mm. at that time. And still is, and still is. So we are Still, still good, good, good friends. I became a part of their family. That's how they treated me, Amen. a part of their family. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Wow. An amazing story. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> amazing. So when you, when you came to know, how did you come to know Adventism? I mean, you see her lifestyle and everything. How did you actually make that step to, to do that for yourself? Well, um, when I left... Sixth form government, we remain friends. Mm. So I decided, so she would invite me to her church, which is in another area. Okay. Um, so I, I visited her church several times. Um, but I decided, you know what, I want to come to my area because where she lived is about 40 minutes away. And okay. to get up early. Um, one thing is that when I, I would reach by her very early in the morning, if I reached her services nine, I would reach. She says nine, I reach before nine, mm -hmm. and she would be ready or well, 10 o'clock. We still go in. So I developed a really bad habit in reaching to church on time. Right. But um, that, that was only the negative drawback. But I decided to go to my area. And in going to my area church, 
I, I visited the church. If I visited the church for two years, no one befriended me. No one. The most they said was pleasant Sabbath. Um, how are you? And that was it. Oh, wow. So I left church. I walked home um, because I lived a good distance from the church. So I passed through the back roads and I walked home and I on my own. No one said, let me drop this, this newcomer to um, home or, or, or getting to know me. Right. But that didn't defer me because my friend still encouraged me. Oh. And, and she gave me the thumbs up, you know, like you would find these individuals. Right. Um, so I left, I went abroad for a while and we lost, con we, we lost contact. She tracked me down again mm. and got my contact. I started to go to church and I went to Canada for about two years. Well, I had met my husband at the time when I finished um, sixth form. Okay. I know what I was looking for man for, but however, <laughs> met my husband. <laughs> um, so he went abroad, he went to Canada. I followed him. Mm -hmm. Um plenty in the house. So mommy, mommy must have mind getting rid of one very early. I know, right? So, right. Yes. So I followed him and I, I was going to an Adventist church. I decided um it was in Canada, so there was an Adventist church on paid. So I went to the church um and I continued. I didn't get baptized or anything um because I knew I wasn't living a good life. And I didn't want to get baptized okay. and continue living that same lifestyle because I was living with my, well, it wasn't my husband at the time. Right. Right. Um, well, we came back home. I came back home and then he, he followed, etc. Um, My life, we, well, eventually we got baptized. Eventually I got baptized. I got okay. baptized eventually. No, I got married first. Sorry. I got married first and then I got baptized because, okay. um, I, I kind of I kind of did my own way and not God's way. Okay. So and then I started to go to church. Then I started to go to church regular. Mm. I I wanted to get more because I didn't do any study really. Um, so there was an elder in my area again, a really, really wonderful person, someone who loved the Lord. Right. And I asked him, a role model, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I can call his name, but his name is um, Bill Edwards. Mm -hmm. And I asked him if he can do a Bible study with me. Okay. And so I came up on a Sunday. I came up on a Sunday and he did the Bible study with me. Uh, at that time, Dexter would follow me everywhere. Oh, okay. So okay. when I lived, I lived in a different community when I got married. So he would come down on weekends. And uh, I introduced him since he followed me everywhere. When we had no water, he will go for water for me, and, you know. So I introduced him to the faith. Um, oh, okay. There was a doctor in my area where we lived, um, Dr. Scott. And I asked Dr. Scott, since I was living more at the time, I asked Dr. Scott if he can pick up the slack by taking Dexter to church for me. Because it didn't make any sense he's coming down in my area all the time. Because we didn't have, I didn't have a vehicle at the time neither. Okay. So Dr. Scott decided to take him to church for me. Uh, and that's where he started. So he went to our main church. Um, he became what we call, quote unquote, famous. Um, they would call him prophet. Um, wow. The P-R-O-F-I-T, not the P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Um, <laughs> Because he um anything he put his hand on, if it's an old radio, he wants to sell it. He, he bought a vehicle, he, he can't see, but he had a driver for it. He sells yeah, yeah, um vision yeah. marketing, you name it. Yeah. <laughs> you name it. So yeah. that's so I so that's how I I came into the church by my friend living living the life. That's how I came into the church. Um, if it was for the church that I attended, no, I would not have been an Adventist. Right. I would not have been an Adventist. I was really, really unhappy. I, I felt empty walking home after that church. Really yeah. empty. Because we all need people. We all need people. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's um that that's a testimony of itself how important it is um that we um at church that we, we create that atmosphere of fellowship. And, and engaging especially um, new members when we see them so yeah yes yes and, and to see the extension of uh is because of you why yeah, dexter. dexter yeah dexter is a is wow. a is a seventh adventist now too he's just oh oh yes oh yes 
definitely. And, and, and because of my experience, I have done differently. So anytime I see a new member, I invite them home one time. I said, even mm. if it's I have, if it's water I have, it's a fellowship we're coming home for. And, and I've maintained that friendship with a lot of people that way because of my experience. I said, I don't want that to happen to anyone else. Right, wow. right, right. Yep. Yeah, that was just a hurdle. That was just a hurdle um, yes. to discourage you earlier on in your, in your faith. You know, you were searching for Christ. And um, and you, you met that hurdle. But thank God for your friend who encouraged you to, uh, life too. to to continue yeah. and the life that she was living as yeah. an example. That's awesome. amazing. Yes, yes, Wendy McKenzie, Wendy McKenzie, her entire family. Um, but things didn't go as it should. You're married now. Mm -hmm. um, I met my husband. I met him on a cruise. I don't have to go through all of that. But right. I met I met a man who had children before. Okay. So um, so the, the marriage didn't go as I expected. You know, one of the reasons really I got married is that I really wanted to come out of my mother's house um, okay. because it was a dysfunctional home. My, my mother had met someone else and he was an alcoholic. Okay. And uh, so it's expletives after expletives. Uh, and then it's seven of us because my dad had died. So everyone came back home. Everyone right. was together, I would say. Right. And uh, my mother had one more child for my stepfather. Mm. And... Um, his love was just surrounded this particular child, the last child. Mm. But the seven of us were like outsiders. Mm. Although mommy did her best. She did her best and she treated us as a mother. But his words and so I said, you know what? Um, I want to get out of this house. So I got married. I got married to a man who had four children before. Oh, wow. um, so we started off, it didn't start off good because when I got married, the, the, the children mother, she dropped the four children at the door. Oh, I thought I was just wow. getting married to the gentleman, but God is still good. Um, um, so things went, it was really rocky. Um, during the relationship, he found another woman during the relationship mm. where he had another child for this outside woman. Mm. Um, I was inexperienced and, and, and broken at the same time because I was just looking for this man to fill that void. void. Right. Mm. Um, long and short, long and short um, that's when I really found Christ during, during those unhappy times. Mm. Um, because when, when I had my daughter, um, he didn't want any more children at the time. Mm. Um, knowing that he has four children. But I said, you know what? I, I, I am bringing my daughter. Mm. Um, she is going to be there. I'm, I'm going to bring her through. And she came out. Um, I was pregnant a second time. Um, I lost that child. Well, the story goes, I didn't even recognize I was pregnant. Um, I was. I had a lot of pain. I don't know what the pain was about. And I'm telling my same girlfriend, Wendy, because we're always together. Right. I'm saying, this feels as if I'm pregnant. But um, um, And that particular day, um, some, at that particular day, we went to my mother's house, which is in the east. Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm going through all this pain. I encountered the pain when I was by my mother, and then I visited an old lady friend, and she said, take some bush tea and that kind of thing, but the pain didn't go. Mm -hmm. um, then I decided, listen, I'm going, let me go home and, and just rest it out. We took a maxi. Um, a maxi is um, a transport system. Right, like taxi and Uber. Right, different islands call it different. Yeah, so we yeah. took a maxi, and in uh, going into the maxi, I'm still in a lot of pain. I just want to show you guys, God has been working miracles in my life mm. throughout. Um, and because I'm at an age where I can see and I can reflect the miracles, uh, and, and the testimony is, is just to share that God is a God on time. Yes. Um, yeah. When I, in the maxi, going through the pain, and the maxi was robbed at the same time. Oh, wow. Wow. The driver came out with a cutlass running after the gentleman, etc. And Wendy and I said, oh my gosh, what is happening? Wow. Eventually went to the police station and I'm still in pain. I'm not sure what is taking place. Um, but uh, when we went, I'm going back home now. And Wendy said, you know what, Suzanne, come and go by me instead of going home. Mm. 
little did I know that my husband was not home and he would not have returned home that night. Mm. I went to her's house and her mother said, Suzanne, you need to go to the hospital. Mm. Um, when I went to the hospital, long and short story, um, my fallopian tube was burst. The child was lodged in the tube and the tube was burst. Um, they operated on me, etc. removed the tube. But if I had gone back home, that's how God's timely intervention, yes. if I'd gone home, right. my husband was not home. He didn't come home the night. He didn't come home the next day. I would have been a dead woman. Wow. Um, so I was able to, I operated on, I was, um, God saved my life a, a second, third and fourth time. Um, but throughout the relationship, we had separated, we separated, he came back again because I believed in marriage. I believed in being committed. Right. Sometimes you give a 90, the next person might give a 10%, but, but I held on and I said, I'm not leaving you. And even though you have somebody, I'm still holding on. And he would say, Suzanne, I said, move on with your life and said, I'm not going. But eventually I did leave. Eventually I said, you know what? I'm going to move on with my life. Right. And so we separated. He lived his life. I was praying for him for years. I've been praying for him. And then, and then during a certain time, I said, you know what? I'm tired praying. Um, he would come and visit the children. Mm. And one thing that I did that was wrong was that I infiltrated my daughter's mind with a lot of negative things against him. Mm. Because she was my friend, really. Mm. So uh, my daughter was separated from him. Because she heard all the different things I said about him repeatedly, you know, with this person, uh, and you know, you, you don't really care about your family, etc. Right. Um, so long and short story, we separated for a while, and one day, because Keisha used to say, "Mommy, don't take him back at all, at all, at all." Even my best friend Dexter, because he he knows my journey, mm -hmm. he said, "Suzanne, leave that man alone. I don't think he's going to change." Mm -hmm. But God saw the bigger picture. Mm. And it really wasn't about me. Mm. It really was about God saving mm. his life. Wow. And wow. so one day, my friend, my girlfriend said, Suzanne, sometimes there is a, a mango that is ripe and it's ready to be picked. Mm. Because he has been yes he has been asking me Suzanne give me another chance Suzanne give me another chance I said no you're the same person mm. you're the same person I'm not seeing anything different in you mm. and uh, my girlfriend said Suzanne I think you need to make a decision for yourself because I have been listening to everybody in terms of not taking him back I, I took him back several times but I listened to a lot of people and I decided you know what I am going to accept him again. This will mm. be the final time I'm going to accept him. And I took him back. The day I took him back, he brought his clothes. We went to church every Sabbath. There was not a day that he missed church. There was not a day that we had worship. There was not a day that I saw a difference. Because when you reconcile with someone, you need to see a change. And I saw the change. And I never regretted it. Right. We spent uh, the last two years were the most, the happiest years in my life. He, mm -hmm. I, I saw his love. Sorry about that. I saw his love, his affection towards me. Mm. And then one day in school, I got a phone call that my husband was shot. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that, um, the thing about it, God guides me all the time, all the time. I, I dream straight. I saw his death. God gave me two dreams before, about a month before of his death. Mm. And I asked my brother, I asked my sister, I said, Oli, pray for my husband, pray for him. Something is going to happen. I'm not sure what it is, but we can revert that decision, that decision. Right. And, uh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But he was at his height in terms of spirituality. And God wanted him at that time. Yes. Um, so I give God praise. I give God praise that he accepted him. 
I give God praise that I was able to take him back at that time. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't know what would have happened. He always said, Suzanne, I know when you had stopped praying for me. Oh, wow. I know because the, the, the demons just came, it came like a flood. So I, I just thank God that uh, he knew the beginning from the end for my husband's life. And I know that he will. He's just asleep right now. Yes. He's just asleep. And, and it's for us to, to live that life. Don't give up on our loved ones. Yes. Sometimes we give up too, too early in life. Yes. Too early. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what I felt emotional. No. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. So that was um. So from there, I decided. You know what? Um. I I I got involved when I went when I came to my church in Aruba. I got involved in. I'm, I'm a teacher by profession. Mm -hmm. Um. Because of my experience as a student, I decided that I I I want to do things different with right. children. Yeah. I want to make learning fun, interactive. Um, the things that all the, the, the theorists and the psychologists and all of them have said I've been doing it all the time. I, I, I take children. I value children. I see beyond what others might see. Um, when I entered the primary school, I was a primary school teacher or elementary, what you all call. Um, the, the way how teachers would have spoken to children, um, I said no, because learning is a kind of rote learning drill just put the work on the board and write it in your book and when i did it a little different they found that i was making too much noise the children will so i'm wondering if i'm doing the right thing but okay. the thing about it right. i was seeing difference in children children who got f's i took them to a grade a um most all of them i would say are success stories now because i, I value the child i understood right. the background of the children where they came from that kind of thing so when i came back to aruka to my area i decided you know what i am not going to wait for somebody to befriend me but at that time dexter dexter was famous in the church so mm. people knew that i was prophet sister Okay. They didn't even know my name, but that yeah. didn't bother me. But <laughs> I decided I'm going to get involved. Right. So I went to the, we have a separate, what we call a children's section, where the children, a whole children's ministry by itself, about 150 children we have. Um, so the children, they don't merge with the big church. Right. So we have all the lessons study, and then we have a section called junior church, which is like the divine hour in the big church. Right. Okay. So, mm -hmm. I got involved um, in the children's ministry many years ago, and uh, I'm still involved. Um, we we start with the children. We do evangelism. Well, all our programs are online now. Um, right. I'm putting a little canvas for children who wants to be a part also. A little <laughs> but um, the first Sabbath, because of the pandemic, we would go out with the children in our community and give out priority magazines the first Sabbath in every month. Right. Um, we also witness in that way. A teacher will assemble with maybe about 10 children, and we go to a particular area, and we stand and we share the priority. We ask if they want any prayers, um, how the day was, because it's a community. Yeah. Um, so I got heavily involved in the children's ministry. I was a children's ministry, one of the leaders. Um, before one of the head leaders, and um, now I'm still a leader, but we work as a team now. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So where our program is online, um, because once we can reach the children, we can reach the parents. That's what I always say. Yeah, that's right. You know. Um, so I started. I got involved. I also had. Um, I don't wait for things to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I just make it happen. Um, I don't care if if you are not befriending me anymore like when i come to the states i've visited your church also when i come to the states and go to different churches right um people would say the normal pleasant sabbath but i stay back to engage in lunch just to socialize just to meet individuals right. yeah. wow. you know because i went to ambassador and i got somebody there to do a sermonette for us um in our children's ministry also nice. but i try i i reach out i don't wait for individuals to reach out i reach out because that's my purpose. That's my purpose, to, to be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. I also started, because of my experience with my husband, mm. I started a group for women, a prayer group for women. Well, we were all, they were all looking for husbands, <laughs> including myself. Okay. And so the prayer group was really about sharing and one of the main thing was praying for husbands. Um, well, they all got their husbands. Wow. And that was the end of, that was the, end of the group. It dissolved. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> I said, but you all, what happened to me now? <laughs> yeah, but um, so I started a prayer group. Um, I also started, Doctor, even teachers in school will tell other teachers, you all need to join Suzanne's prayer group. That's where you can get your husband. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> but um, yeah. it, it's really nice because I recognize as women, we have similar issues. Yes. And all we need, we just need a, 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 an area, just a vent, just a vent. And, and we ensure that we are confidential with whatever issues mm -hmm. we may be encountering. Yeah. Um, and just to encourage each other. Mm. Um, I also started, well, with, during the pandemic, um, I also started what Dexter has a, a he brought out a devotional, yeah. um, discovering hope in 66 places. Yes. And yeah. he had done a, a men's seminar, a men's seminar. And I, I usually join into any program that he's on as a support. I'm his greatest fan. And uh, I joined the men. I joined the men's seminar. I just put my surname, not the first name, and I called us. I called my okay, sister. Okay. Said, Joining to Dexter's seminar, so men don't talk. Just put your surname. Wow. <laughs> wow. And when we joined, when we joined, we said, "Wait now, this is this should not be a, a, a men thing. Mm -hmm. We need yeah. to be involved. Yeah. We need to be involved." Right. And yeah. I decided, I said, Dexter, I am going to start a therapeutic Bible study. Mm. And I said, I want you because he is uh, um, well known in Trinidad. He has preached throughout the island, Trinidad and Tobago. Right. So I said, Dexter, you just have to start. You just have to start. And he started the first seminar for, with us, mm -hmm. um, the ladies. And then I picked it up after. Um, so what we do, we go through different books in the Bible. I do it every second Tuesday in the month. And um, because we want to make the word relevant and timely, Amen. you want to make the word, whatever issues that are affecting you, mm -hmm. you want the word to give you those solutions and give you those answers. Yes. Amen. So that like last Tuesday, I, we looked at the book of Colossians. And so we have a thematic, we have a team for each book. Yeah. And the book of Colossians, the team that we came up with, so I dialogue with Dexter before starting our session, mm -hmm. um, is habits that will stabilize us. Mm -hmm. We are going through a pandemic. So I, I look for things that, that are relevant. So some of the habits that will stabilize us um, in the book of Colossians, we're not going anywhere else. Right. So prayer is one. Okay. Praying for others. And, and we got individuals to share how what have prayer done for you? Mm. I have seen God mighty hand. When I mean miracles, miracles that that is only God and God alone can do it. Yeah. And I'm just gonna share a short miracle again with so we ask people to share your experiences. We want mm -hmm. you to be authentic. We don't want you to create a story. And with that, it, it, it helps and it, it helps build your faith. Um, you can write out what I call a resume of what God has done for you. So that I was uh, I was in college um doing my teacher's diploma and I had studied two modules, three modules were coming in the exam, three areas. Um, and I only reached two areas alone. God's timely intervention all the time. My girlfriend said, I decided, you know what? I am not going for this exam. I already see myself as a failure yeah, because yeah, yeah. only mm. three areas were coming in. You have to do the three questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend called four o'clock in the morning. She said, Suzanne, go. It doesn't matter. Let's pray. We prayed. I studied whole night, like if I did anything, whole night. I heard the cock crow. Um, I opened the windows. I, I, the sun beamed and I said, you know what? I'm going. Mm. I traveled to the venue. 
when I reached the venue, Dawn and Colin, I sat in the room, still doubting, still nervous, knowing that I'm going to fail. When I looked up at the board, the first thing the invigilator said was the Ministry of Education had left out one module. Oh, wow. Colin, guess which one it was? Number three. Number three. Number three. Wow. Not only that, wow. the, the invigilator continued by saying that we are going to award all candidates 25 marks because it's not our fault, it's a ministry fault. Wow. That's the God I serve. Yes. That's the God. And, and the thing about it, Colin and Dawn, is that when God blesses you, everybody in the midst will bless. Yes. Those yes. who were Hindus, who were Muslims, those who were Catholics, every candidate who was in that room will bless. Amen. We serve a God who works the impossible. Yes. So in, in, in doing this thematic Bible study, I, we, we shared testimonies of what God has done for us. So that's prayer. And we, we want them to develop a habit. And, and, and I said that a habit as 18 to 21 days, three months to eight months. It has to be something continuous that you're doing and, and giving individuals strategies and ideas and how you can develop that habit of prayer. Uh, another habit that is from the book of Colossians. So we are saying that the Bible has everything that you can use. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Praying for others. Yeah. The power that prayer does for our, our others. Doing good works. Because doing good works, it removes depression. You yeah. get to fellowship with others. Now today, as you know, is my daughter's birthday. Mm -hmm. And and she decided, you know what? I'm going to do good works on my birthday. I said, well, the Man. first thing, come and put my hair first and make me look a little presentable. <laughs> You're looking yes, lovely, but, Susan. Yeah. You're looking lovely. So <laughs> and she said, you know what? I'm going to give out. Um, school is opening back, hopefully, um, pretty soon. But I'm going to do some things for people in, in, in deprived communities for my birthday. And that's what that's what we need to do. Give back good words. Colossians has said that. Yeah. And giving thanks, giving thanks for everything. Yes. yes. Sometimes look for the small things to give God thanks. It don't have to be no huge things. Mm. Um, I I walk on mornings, and my walk is called a prayer walk because when I walk on mornings, I just lift up everything. Okay. I thank God for the mountains. I thank God for the weather. I'm not in no cold place. I just love my island. Yeah. I thank God for the birds that I hear on mornings, just chirping, simple things. And that is what we are doing with this thematic Bible study. Yeah. We are making the Bible relevant and timely. Yeah. That's, one of, that's one of the things I've engaged in. Amen. 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 <laughs> ministry, practical ministry. I can see the progression yes. from when you just decided, let me see what this lifestyle is like to how you just involve it totally in your whole yeah. life. It's wonderful. Amen. It's wonderful. Amen. Thank you so much. Yeah. And the thing about it is that we have to, we definitely have to be a blessing and, and not only in our lifestyle. Yeah. Because most of my students who have left, they still, well, I, before I was talking to one of my students, he's also visually impaired. Okay. Um, well, you know, I've been attractive to a lot of people who are visually impaired. Of course. Um, but we, I, I try also to assist individuals who would need help in terms of further education. Right. So this particular student, I uh, want to ensure that he leaves with a first degree. He's presently doing a first degree at mm -hmm. our Adventist University here. Um, so I guide him. He doesn't have the support from his parents. Both parents are also visually impaired. Okay. So I'm there as a guide. Um, um, in this, I, I work in a Catholic school. Um, mm. So I, I, I am there to support, especially the students who are the downtrodden. Mm. What, I, what I usually do is that I have, well, it's a virtual environment now. But I have a form teacher period and I do it online too. Where I have, I, I talk to students one on one. Right. So I would give them 15 minutes. We, we would do the group thing and then I say, you know what, I want to get to know you. Mm -hmm. what, what do you want? 
um, what are your goals in life? Where do you want to go? Because I've been involved in youth programs also. We have a program called YTEP. Um, it's for youths. We do, um, what I was involved, I'm no longer. I was a teacher of career enhancement, which is building skills in individuals. Right. They would have, they would do the trade subject, but they need to have the skills. How do you deport yourself in an interview? Um, what do you wear? Simple things that we take for granted yeah. that we believe they might know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I am like, I tell them that I'm your, I am your mother. I tell them they have the potential to excel. Um, you are the best you. I, I always use motivating things. So that when you hear the children's story, you treat them differently also. Yeah. Um, so one example, there was a particular student who father was abusive to his mother. Mm. The father brought the outside woman, lived upstairs mm. um, on one occasion that he intervened in the, the violence. He intervened and, and the father gave him a good licking. And uh, he had lost hope. He had lost hope. And I said, you know what? Don't give up. You did, you did. Education is going to take you out of this situation. Right. Mm. Um, he didn't have the means in order to do some of his subjects. He will weaken. And, and what I do, I try to get sponsors or even I myself, my sponsor, certain students. Mm. Right. Um, so we we need to be a difference wherever we go. I am not perfect. Yeah. I am not perfect. Um, I, I try my best. Um, I I am myself. I am myself, and I continuously asking God to continue to do Lord, your you. work in me. Yes. You know, I have doubts at time. Um, I'm applying for a particular position, and my principal. Sometimes I feel she's. Um, I'm just gonna use the word, but sometimes she's not for me. Right. But God has been working things in such a way where she it's only God alone. There was an incident where she expelled a child from our school. And the only person who can expel a child is the minister of education. Mm. And you know what I said? I am going to get that child back in school. Mm. And I went all over. I, I, I tried to get him into other schools because he was depressed after a while. Mm. And I said, you know, let me try and get you into another school. But then I said, you know what? I called the mother. And that's how we can be a witness. Mm. I called the mother and I said, let's go down in prayers. God is mm. going to work a miracle. Right. And it so happened that she met, she went to student support services where she met the right person, God's timely intervention again. And the person said, but there's no way a principal can expel ex, ex, expel a, a student from a school. There's no way that can happen. Long and short story, the principal decided to go to Miami Carnival. Okay. And during that absence from school, we were able, not we, but God was able to bring him back into the school. The supervisor said had no choice but to take him before the supervisor was agreeing with the principal. They took oh. him back. That particular child, that particular student, he got the highest award in leaving school when he left our wow. school. Highest award. You cannot, you cannot bring down God's children. Yeah. Right now, I always keep a tab on them. So I, I develop a relationship with uh, most of my students. Even if they have left, mm -hmm. I still develop a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So that's God. Just living a life. Just living a life. It's mm -hmm. awesome knowing God. It's awesome Amen. being a Amen. part of him. Yep. Because he has done so much. I'm calling and done my whole life. Everything that I have gotten is from God. I have not gotten anything on my own. I, I have done my part. I've done the works. But the faith, um, I know it's a 30 minutes program, so I'm going to stop. But, you're good, you're good. Um, but God has given me every blessing. Yeah. The two children I have, the the, the, the house, it's, it's not my house, it's God. That's why I said anybody can come and, and we have prayers. I bring people from church and my children always say, oh gosh, mommy. I said, listen, <laughs> this right. is not about you. I am paying the mortgage. <laughs> but, um, but it's God and God alone. It's God and God alone. And I enjoy doing it. I enjoy just being a blessing. 
Um, so Dex and I, we are the only Adventists. Mm -hmm. My other siblings, um, they love the Lord. They call us all the time. Suzanne, pray for me. Right. Um, come on. So they love the Lord. That's the most important thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Wow. 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 <laughs> we, 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 awesome. man, we knew awesome. we were in for a treat today with this testimony. <laughs> And God is so amazing, Susan. So amazing. And um, yeah, we're just um, we're just so blessed by so what He's been doing and encouraged. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. By what He's been doing in your life. Yeah. And, Thank uh, you. And uh, knowing Dexter, you know, we we um we, we met Dexter at our church, and we have this 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 relationship and stuff, and getting to know you now, yeah. which is the um the reason why we know Dexter is because of you. Because of oh you, yes, because you you allowed God to use you in a way, and you brought Dexter um, to know Christ too, and uh, it's just amazing. So yeah, yeah. And I know we have a date. Yeah, you, you, we, we're going to be doing some things with you. We're going to be working on. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, I started a session intimacy in marriage. Right. Um. So I I have a it's a panel. Yeah. And the people come on board, they ask questions, that kind of thing. Um, because from the um, this Bible study, this I recognize that there are questions that I need professionals to answer. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say that I am a professional because I can be given wrong advice. Yeah. Right. So um, so the first session we had was really God-led, really, really God-led. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a sex therapist on board. We, um, Pastor Anderson and his wife, Liddy, they were on board right. and, and a school psychologist. So I just want to have it going. Right. We, we really need, there are hurting people out here, broken individuals. Right. And finding Christ, it's the ultimate answer. It's Amen. the answer. Amen. <laughs> yep, yep, so. Yeah, so we have a date and we're, oh, we're, we'll talk more about that. that. We're yeah. excited to work closely with you on that project. Yes, um, thank you so minister, much. Yeah, just minister to, um, to, to everyone. And what I find personally, when we minister to other people, we get ministered to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Yes. So Susan, thank you so much again. And uh, wow, we're so we're so blessed today. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you. It's just God. Thanks again. Yeah, yeah. And it was wonderful. <laughs> and you notice how I was sweating. We in the Caribbean. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. So Dawn is gonna pray to close this out, and then um, then we go from there. Yeah. Okay. Amazing Father and God, what an amazing journey you've led this lady on. We see your hand in everything. And even when we don't think that you are there, you are always there guiding the next part. So I pray that you'll continue to be with her and everything that she puts her hands to do for you, that she will reach more for you, that she'll be able to understand it you are an on-time God again, always there ministering to whoever she comes in contact with. And be with everyone that hears this testimony that they will be encouraged to know that you are in the midst of all their lives too. Yes. That we can be able to know that we can depend upon you even when it looks rough. And even when we don't see you, that we can really reach out because you're always faithful. So thank you so much, God, and help us to be truly ready to meet you. It's our prayer. Amen. 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 All right. All right. So, Susan, until, and you know what? It looks like we're going to have to bring it back for this, this is not going to be your only testimony, man. Yeah, we're going to bring you back for a part two one of these days, yeah, man. So yeah, stay yeah. tuned oh, for that. Yeah. And, uh, okay, then. No and, problem. And, no and problem. as I said, man, we're going to be working on some projects together. Absolutely. Uh, with you and Dex oh, yes. and stuff. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're looking forward to that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Thanks again. Have a wonderful day. All right, you, <laughs> you too. too. You too. Take okay. care. All right. All right.